0: Uh, and everyone else head on over to instagram and follow ethos mariposa what's up frank martinez guys while you're doing this uh thank you for sharing on your social media everyone who just tuned in please head over to twitter or instagram or facebook and share the live feed now while you're doing that i'm gonna roll this motherfucking intro uh oh, what's going on my print fam if you're new my name is cam i'm the self-proclaimed print professional and owner of a screen printing shop in phoenix arizona called monument limited uh this is the print life podcast where i talk print news i talk regular news talk a little bit about business uh and then at the end of all that we do our beautiful q a where i answer answer your questions submitted in the chat of this live feed so this is a live podcast um once this podcast is done i then upload this to itunes under the print life podcast or google play under the print life podcast so make sure to head over to either one of those music accounts and subscribe to the print life podcast and you guys this is important man this is extremely important i need reviews even if you don't really like it let's just get a five star review and a positive thumbs up in the if there's a place to write the reviews so that the podcast can start growing. I'm trying to hit this sucker from all angles, man. It's a war and I'm trying to win it. So anyway, guys. Uh, ethos Mariposa. I got my movie quote like almost instantly. So the Instagram for Ethos is path- pathos screen printing on Instagram. I think i Did I already follow you? Gosh darn it. Let me see. I think I did. I didn't... Pathos... Yeah, okay, so it's Pathos Screen Printing on Instagram. I'm going to spell that out for people that are just listening. P-A-T-H-O-S-S-C-R-E-E-N-P-R-I-N-T-I-N-G. I think you could, it's Pathos is all you need to know. Pathos Screen Printing. So I am throwing Pathos a follow right now. Thank you for being here first. Thank you for getting the movie quote. You're awesome. I crushed that, man. I really harnessed the essence of Daniel Day-Lewis on that, on that quote, I felt could have taken his place. Uh, let me give you guys a few more seconds to go share this feed on all your social media accounts. Uh, am I buffering? Is everything streaming smoothly? If you're just tuning in, guys, just did the intro, just did the movie quote, uh, and now we're getting ready to get into the whole thing. I've done my social media reminders, so that's all done. So now I'm just saying hi to everybody. So before we get into all that, I'm going to head back over to the chat, say what's up to everybody. And while I'm doing that, Share this live feed on all your social media accounts. Primarily Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I said what's up to you guys. Frank, what's up, my man? Frank Martinez. Callie Bird, how are you, Callie? Uh, Ashley Williams, what's up? Shane, sounds like Yoda. What my... what my? Shane says... Yeah, fuck it, that's cool, man. Uh, yeah, S. Scott, you already missed it, my friend. But so you guys, it was... Ethos Mariposa and their Instagram account is Pathos Screen Printing. So, everyone head over there now. Ashley, what's up? Shane. Okay, that's it. Michael Maxwell, you streaming good. All right, Michael. Thank you. Everybody, welcome. Uh, Looks like we're going to be pretty light today. I didn't do a lot of social media stuff, so I'm just going to stay on the chat. I'm not going to pay attention. And we're going to move on with the rest of our lives. So, first and foremost, typically I go over the news, but... I kid you not, I couldn't find any news and nobody submitted any shop news. So guys, this is the thing, man. That's I'm more excited and what y'all got going on than what the fuck's going on in the industry specifically. Cause it's kinda we're all small, we're all small businesses. We're not big corporations, so we don't care about big corporation shit. Unless it's a big deal, like something with, with Amazon or American Apparel, like that could technically affect us if we don't nip it in the butt. I would rather cover your guys' stuff. So here's the thing. I was thinking about it and I want your news, but I don't know how tight lipped you guys are about your clients or whatever, but it give us give me give me some stuff about your shop for next for next Wednesday. Okay? And I'm talking anything you got. Uh, we went over it before. New hires, any of that kind of stuff. The sky's the limits. No news is too small or too big. Another thing to consider is, let's say you get a cool client that you're excited to work with. As long as you're not scared that someone else will come in here and, and try to take it, share what's going on with them. Share maybe share some of the news, like you know, we just got this new client, and, or and and I'll share it as such that um, Acme Screen Printing it just uh, just got a contract with this particular. Uh, client. Uh, this is the first time working with them, and this is some of the struggles they've gone through, and this is what they've learned from working on this kind of job. Those kind of things would be a lot of fun too. Let's just keep the community updated with what we're up to. For instance, let's talk a little bit about what's going on at Monument Limited. Um, actually, the biggest thing happening at Monument Limited is two things which y'all are very familiar with. First thing is that We've started vlogging about six months ago, but we're pretty, or actually almost a year ago now, and we were going full steam on that, but we've kind of let that fall to the back burner a little bit, so that um, we can start focusing on these live feeds and getting involved in the community, even more so. Uh, Another plan for the future, you guys can look forward to this from Monument Limited or from Cam at Monument Limited, is he will be doing daily vlogs. Now this is going out into the atmosphere for anyone who's interested starting next month, the 1st of next month, which is September the 1st, all through September, 7 days a week, daily vlogs going to be coming your way and putting this out there so that you guys will hold us to it. So that is what's happening with Monument Limited. The way I just did that guys, that is how I will feed the information or the news from your shop so submit the shit to me here's going to be the email address you submit it to um crap i don't want to put any of those out there man because we're just going to get fucking spammed but if you're just tuning in welcome I'm talking about the news feeds And how to share your shop news feed On Another thing, if you don't have a shop And you're just starting Then just share the news of what, you, what processes you've done You've gotten your LLC all sorted out uh, You opened a Facebook page uh, You're looking to get people We'll share, we'll share the wealth here we, I will literally be shouting you out If you submit news in a creative way Try to make it as interesting as possible And I will read that shit back So submit your news for now uh, Go to Instagram okay head over to Instagram follow me of course and then you're gonna direct message me your news that way I can just open the direct message and I can actually recite the news from my phone directly onto the thing that's how we're gonna do it so I don't get spammed to death with my email okay so follow uh, cam Irvin, c-a-m-e-a-r-v-e-n on Instagram direct after I after I approve your follow uh, direct message me your news that's how it's gonna work okay sounds good so, other than that, though, there is no news, guys. So, I need you to submit me your news. And if you're not going to do it, then I'm just going to scrap the whole news thing because everything else is bullshit. Uh, so, we don't have that. So, the next thing on the agenda is going to be the business topic of the day. Day, 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 day. And I like doing these, guys. These are, these are a lot of fun. Uh, and in today's business topic of the day, I'm going to ask the ever-important question. Are silkscreen printing customers always right? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? They are, but just two things. First, customers' expectations have got to be managed from the very beginning. See, screen printers were a lot like we've went over this before. A lot of us are artists; we're creatives, and in the beginning of an interaction with the client, we get mostly involved. I think a lot of the times with the artwork. And the details, and and we get into it, but then we forget to have the actual customers like officially sign off on all of those details. Here's you need to be verbal, you need to verbalize everything you're gonna do, but then you also need to get all of the all of the details written and approved by the customer. Here's a scenario for you. Client provides you some artwork, comes in, um, you sit down with them, you go over the artwork, you make sure to verbally agree on all, all the following things. You got the shirt colors, your shirt sizes, your ink colors, your print locations, even your print width, even how far down from the color. I mean, you talk about all of it, okay? Now, and you're kind of writing down notes, maybe on your invoice as you go through the thing. Um, and you guys both verbally agree that that's the way you're going to go. That verbal agreement they they give you your fifty percent deposit, you go to town, you start work, you start printing, you get it done, you feel good about it, you let the client know that you finished their print job, and when the client comes in, you're excited, you're giddy, you go to display, you know you take the single shirt out, hold it up for the client, and you go, "Here you go this is a here's your sample. What do you think and the client takes a look. And produces what I like to call the airport face. Now, the airport face is the face made by a person that has spent a bunch of money. But they don't want to say anything negative for fear of TSA dragging them out by their throats. This is airport face. And airport face is the face Every client makes when you show them a print job that they're not happy with. Y'all are familiar with it. So that you ask them, you see the face, you know airport face, and you ask them, "How's uh?" What do you think? Is everything okay? Is the colors right? And that opens the floodgates. Not only did you use the wrong shade of red, but you used the, young, the wrong color of gray. And you printed it. They wanted it at, at, they thought that they said 11 inches, uh, but you printed it at 10, so it's an inch too small, and that's too much. They're not happy with that. And they wanted it on the front, but you printed it on the back. And you go, oh, Jesus. Well, let me go get my invoice, and let's review this. And sure as shit, on your invoice... It does say 10 inches, not 11. And it does say to use that shade of red, not this one. But you haven't got the customer to sign off on all of these colors. They didn't They didn't actually sign off on the red. They didn't initial next to the inches in, in distance from the collar. And they definitely didn't sign off on the front or the back. You made the assumption. And it's funny. We all have procedures that, that are supposed to prevent us from doing this. But nine times out of ten when we're rushed and we're dealing with ten customers a day, we don't go down the list. And we don't take the time to educate the customer on all of these things so that they can make an informed decision and they know what they're agreeing to and that's the point in that scenario yes the customer is always right you got to reprint it even if you have documentation and you went over it, if they didn't initial off on each thing on the width and the height and the color and then technically you got to reprint it now and we're that's you know that's, that's the way it works. And because of those scenarios, we've went through many times. Like my entire system has been built around the concept of eliminating all of those things by having the customer have to physically re- after we input the data. Once our hands are off of it, then the customer has to go back through and review every area of that, and that has hugely helped us in our quest to stop reprinting fucking jobs, which I know y'all have had to do it. And then in any other business, it's the same thing. You just you need to have steps especially in service businesses of approval with the client and that is that is the key okay and this is the second thing and this is in regards to customer service before the customers have actually done a job with you okay and these motherfuckers i gotta stop cussing man trying to get this podcast to take off these people um will maybe they've tried a few print shops they're reaching out to you they're reaching out uh and through they're trying to reach out to you through mint all of the millions of social media accounts you have all of which have direct messengers all of which it's impossible to keep up with all of them no matter how many messages come through but they don't see that they think that if they they, uh, initiate contact with you on instagram twitter facebook that you should reply and that that is an official order or quote request it's not and you all know it's not. A phone call, an email. Most print shops, it's a phone call, it's an email, or it's a it's a web form submittal, right? Those are the processes of an official quote submittal. But that's not going to stop any potential customer from slamming the living shit out of you on all of the social review sites. I'm talking Yelp, I'm talking Google, I'm talking Facebook. One of our worst social reviews to date was submitted by a customer that could not get through the phone line understandably he was frustrated he probably tried calling 20 other printers and this was the last draw and so this guy went all the way to google plus and wrote a long in-depth review about how we didn't answer our phone so in those cases the customer's not right man it is good information and granted we should always answer our phone no questions asked this is a thing you should always reply to emails sometimes it's business and we just you can't get you want to get to all of them but you sometimes you just you don't right and this is where i don't think the customer is right they need to manage their expectations and if a customer has not initiated contact with like that's like saying that's like give a subway a negative review uh because you you swung by during closed hours i guess and the the doors weren't open and you were mad because you were hungry so you go on and say oh fuck subway they should be open later i don't know it's not exactly the same thing but it gives me the same kind of feeling dude and like if they would have called if they would have just tried hitting redial we would have answered the phone anyway so that's the point in that scenario customer's not right 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 and that is my business topic of the day what do you guys think let's look to the chat and see if you guys had any responses also, let's go ahead and start submitting your questions, if you have any, because um, I'm ready to get into them, because I didn't have any news. I didn't have any topics to cover. Uh, let me get down a little bit further. All right, let me say what's up to whoever just joined in as well, real quick. We got Kevin, Rybeats, Fabio Gutierrez, we already went through that, Daniel. What's up, Daniel sitting in traffic los angeles traffic sucks very entertaining show thank you frank martinez keep coming back make sure to subscribe to the print life dude i got big plans for this channel it's all revolving around screen printing hopefully you heard about my idea for you guys to submit news about your print shop if not go back to the beginning and listen at the end of this live feed go back and listen to what i want to do guys anyone who's just tuning in once it's over go back and listen because i got big plans for this and i think it will be a lot of fun for all of us Okay. Yeah. So Fabio Gutierrez, I did say in the beginning, but here's what I need you to do. Head over to Instagram, follow Cam Irvin, C-A-M-E-A-R-V-E-N. And once I approve your your friend request, direct message me your news. That way, uh, when it's news time, I can literally open my phone, go to my direct messages. I can review them beforehand. And then I can do a recap of the news to you guys from the phone. It'll be a lot easier than having to print out a thing. So Everyone, follow me on Instagram and submit your news on direct message, Instagram direct messages. Cool? Uh, Kevin Butler, what's up, my friend? Flex McKenzie, welcome back. Uh, t-shirt check. Hey, how are you? I've been watching your live feeds for a long time. Welcome to the show. Doing my best to, to get through this. Uh, and everyone who tunes in, also remember to head over to iTunes, subscribe to the Print Life Podcast, and throw me a five-star review. Uh, as well as, a, as like a decent written review. It would help me out a lot. The, the the podcast is starting to grow. We're getting like 25 listens a day, which is nothing to write home about, but it's a start. So let's keep that going. Blue Crossbones, what's up, guys? Everyone, welcome in. And we just went over our business topic of the day. And that's going to be pretty, that's pretty much it for that. Now I want to um, move on to a new section. Okay, and this is a section that I'm actually really excited about. It kind of goes in line with the whole, the whole shop news thing. But this is going to be the uh, print shop shout out from Instagram. So what happened is, I was scouring Instagram, and I was I've looked at a lot of shops, or just their print shops. You know, they don't really w- worry about their aesthetic. They're not printing anything interesting or anything outside of the, the T-shirt realm. But if I find one, I want to share it here on the live feed. And I, let me tell you guys, your boy's found one. He's really found one. Uh, so let's go take a look at it. The first thing I'm going to share is the Instagram feed of this new shop, of this new, of this, whatever, this guy. Uh, the name of the Instagram account is The Cat Palace. That's The, C-A-T-P-A-L-A-C-E. Now, if you're listening on the podcast, you're not going to be able to see it, so I'm going to describe it. first thing I'm doing is going to show this video that I found which really made me go, oh shit. So this is a video of a man screen printing a skateboard deck. Now I think he makes these, okay? But watch what the screen does. It's printing, it's printing, and then watch as it tucks down to get the tail of the freaking skateboard. Now this is a homemade jig that this man has made. The Cat Palace Screen Printing. Everyone check him out on Instagram. But look at that, he does multicolor prints on skate decks, handmade, different sizes, it's an amazing account. The video's sick. Now, that's what's happening on the thing. I'm going to just go to the top of his Instagram post and just show you guys some of the amazing stuff that he does. So here's a board that he's done. Um, This one's a purple, looks almost like a four or five color print, and he's done it all on a manual printing press. It does this amazing thing with the screen where the screen like flops around to the contours of the deck, I didn't even know you would do it this way, but this dude has officially gone from only printing on flat objects your, your man, the Cat Palace, can pretty much print on, any, on anything So he's amazing uh, He also does refurbished decks, but okay, here we go You guys, I'm going to show a, a a thing, a series of prints that he's done if you're listening And it's just going from the first color, to the second color, to the third, to the final color So the first one is three skateboard decks where he's done the first layer And then the second one shows the additional layers added to it and then after all that you can see the final print with all of the different color layers and it's freaking beautiful as soon as i'm done here i'm going to share it on all my social media because i just love this guy i would actually love to take a trip to his shop and do a whole vlog or a whole episode about the man because it's amazing Uh, anyway everyone all of the links are in the description of this video head over to instagram follow the cat palace and take a look uh, I'm really stoked on it. I just think he just pretty much crushed it. So this is another thing I want to start doing. I'm going to do print shop shout outs. If you guys know of a shop or if you think there's a really cool shop that, that I that I should share in this segment, direct message me that as well and I'll do my best to get to it. Uh, But that's going to be pretty much the end of that. So you all know what time it is. It's... Motherfucker Q&A time, Q&A time, yeah, it's Q&A time, Q&A time. Okay, the title can end at some point. All right. Let's go to the chat, ladies and gents. And uh, I'm going to pop this chat out so that I can actually read the goddamn thing. Alright. All right. I'm going to try not to read as I'm looking through these. Uh, I'm going to try to start at the top so I get it all. Okay, guys. So all news needs to be submitted through Instagram. Period. That way, I, I know what I'm looking for. I can't sort through comments on these things because I'll never get to them. But go into detail. I need, you, I need you to tell me the shop name. I need you to tell me anything new you got. I mean, give me detail so that it's more than just a sound bite. We want to actually have like a write-up for yourself. So think of it as a press release. You send me press releases where you locate all these great things, but really make it good. I'm not going to submit the news unless, it, unless you really do a good job of, of writing it. And then, I, uh, yeah, anyway but if you give me some good information i'm gonna use it It doesn't have to be over the top stuff it just needs to be well written and you need to think about how what information that i could share to make it entertaining for you guys Uh, kevin butler says just starting more for fun right now but really appreciate all the tips and everything you do thank you kevin But just because you're starting out, man, doesn't mean it's not newsworthy or it's not worth sharing with with the community. I know that I felt insecure in the beginning about sharing it, but you come to realize that we're all competing with each other, but we're all also on the same kind of team and it's okay. So even if you've just acquired a new press or you've came up with the shop name, if you can make it into some kind of interesting story, I will share it in the newsfeed. You know, it's all all good, man. I was just as, as excited... When I got my first or I built my first single color press Was just as exciting to me as when I got my first full big like industrial manual press So it's all good and we want to hear it Michael Maxwell we were just saying sponsorship with cursing will be difficult But fuck it I'd rather be yourself bro Yeah I mean I am building specifically the podcast up to get some kind of sponsorship with Probably some of the print suppliers, so I need to I need to watch the cussing, and I I mean I drop f bombs like Tic Tacs. I got to I got to chill with it if I want to get to that to that level. We got a long ways to go, so I can filter out slowly without completely abandoning what I'm all about. Okay. Shh. If you're listening, I'm just looking through the chats for questions so that I can answer those questions and I'm also acknowledging people as they come in. T-shirt chick, thank you for saying what's up. Thank you for tuning in. T-shirt chick also has a channel on YouTube so you all should head over there and subscribe to her channel. It's awesome. Uh she prints on a Vastex press. I'm very familiar with the channel. So I'm sure most of you guys that are tuned in are also following her over there. Uh Gabriel Lopez. Dr. Deathgrave, yeah, I'm good, man. Just streaming and just just crushing stuff, experimenting with all this media stuff, man uh, Michael Maxwell has submitted the first question it says question for you. I know you were in the plumbing industry before printing. I'm a licensed plumber in Indianapolis. I have a hard time believing printing pays better than plumbing. Is that your case? It's the same dude it's it's honestly, it's the same kind of industry. I never ran a plumbing company uh but much like plumbing companies, there's small outfits where it's just a couple guys, three or four guys, and you know they make their six figures a year and then there's the really big plumbing outfits that pay the same. I would say though that plumbing is a better business only because only only because if someone's pipes burst, they gotta get a plumber. It's, it's like it's it's a little bit more like say recession proof. Right, so if if I could go back and do it again, I love screen printing to death. But I would probably, and I still might, I would start a plumbing company because this, and you know, if you know a lot about it, man, it just makes sense as well. I just know so much about both of them that if I were you, and I was going to choose though, you, you might. If it's all about the money, if it's if money's all that matters. Granted, yeah, and like I think about that now, I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I've thought about this many times before and I go, damn, I, if I could, if I wanted to make money, I'd have been a plumber, which I do, I would. If it was all about the money, I would have wanted to be a plumber, but my lifestyle is awesome, man, and the printing world just affords me what I always wanted, which is like this whole, this thing with the office and the, you know, it's kind of like a gutter, back, back door kind of gangster-ass spot that makes money and it's just a really cool thing and that's what I always wanted. Plumbing would not provide that. But if you just want money, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Kevin says it said it best. It may not pay more. Printing may not pay more, but it's a lot more fun, and that's the point. Ashley Williams, Cam. I'm using a homemade one-color pressed ATM. Uh. Well, I'm I'm sitting far away from the thing. Cam. I'm using a homemade one-color press. Uh at the moment, it's just for fun, but I'm wanting to launch my own business. I'm just wondering: should I start with a four color and move to a six in time, or go straight for the six? Yeah, dude, don't don't waste your time on the four. Typically, the four color presses don't have the nice little micros and stuff. If you're spending money, it's not a lot more to go to the six. If you're, and here's the other thing too: if you're spending one to two thousand dollars on a press. Just just make the jump and get a six color that has micros like the MR uh um the cruiser by MR. I think there's the um there's a couple other like lower end ones. There's the there's the Vastex I think it's the V two thousand or something. The, just get one that has micros. It's got six colors and at least four stations. You want four rotating stations and six colors. Just just make the jump. It's not a whole lot more money, and I just don't think that those little rickety things that go on the table are worth, you could do better for just a little bit more money, you know? So do that. Um, Yeah, go straight for the six. Get the most you can for the money. That's what I'd say. Question. Uh, Ryby says, question, when did you pull the trigger on actually getting your your induction shop location? Well, I'm assuming. I think you might have misspelled that, but Ry is just wondering when I actually got into my shop location. I did it before I started my business. So my thing was is I was living in an apartment, and I was I was already I I had left my job at a print shop to get back into plumbing to make money. But I left with the intent of starting a print shop. I was just trying to earn my money as quickly as possible, and a good a good opportunity came along in the plumbing world, so I took it. I was living at the apartment. The second that my lease expired, I was plumbing out of state. So I just found a location, a spot, a shop, like one of those, you know, those strip warehouses where there's like a bunch of warehouses in a row they are usually pretty inexpensive. And I signed a lease on that. Moved out of my apartment, installed a bathroom in the place because some plumber, I could do that kind of thing. And I moved my happy ass in. So I lived there and then I used it as storage for my equipment. As I was putting my equipment in there, I was also building my website. So by the time I had everything I needed, my website was already up and indexed on Google and getting me customers. And then basically I just went right into business. Plan the shit accordingly. Start your website now. Now, now, now. Before you before you even buy something. You can always sub it out to another printer. Start your website now. Google needs to start indexing it. You need to get indexed on Google. Start now. Do not wait. Uh, but as far as the shop, you can do it out of your... You could run a really nice operation out of your garage too. If you have a garage. Can't do it out of an apartment. If you're in an apartment. If you're single... Rent a shop space. Let the landlord find a landlord that will let you live there without sweating you. Move in there and do it just like I did. It's it's one way. So if I could do it again, I would do it exactly the same. Uh, Doctor Death Grip, Cam. How long have you been in the printing business? My, I've I guess I've been I've been officially running Monument Limited for six years. But I think we're going on up. Yeah, I think about six years. I kind of got. Um, I've been in the print business a long time. Worked for another shop. I was a designer, and then I learned printing there. But been going at this for quite a little while. Um, your boy just lost track of his thoughts. My thoughts are. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, I've been doing it for for some time. Uh, I don't know. Guys, I'm still reading questions here. love your channel. Keep up the good work. Have you ever thought about making your own clothing brand? Okay, I'm King Beats. Have you ever thought about making your own clothing brand? As a matter of fact, Monument Limited started out as a clothing brand. I had the brilliant idea to print it myself, which seemed like a great idea at the time, but by the time I was invested in some of the little little stuff I had gotten so good at, it just didn't make sense to do the clothing brand anymore under the Monument name, and I turned Monument Limited into a print shop in theory and then i just had to start putting the pieces together to make it a professional shop but i do want to start and i well i've actually got a partner on a clothing line which isn't released yet but we will be ripping that shortly Uh, the thing about clothing brands is that everyone wants to start one so if you're going to start one you have to have a niche and you should really be looking for niches that are not being catered to very much so here's the thing fitness is fucking saturated streetwear just is saturated uh you so so many things are saturated most of the major sports are saturated you need to find untapped niche markets get creative just think about stuff that has a following but it's not huge dude it's tough but you can do it just find a niche that's not overly saturated if you're going after fitness good luck not to say you can't do it but the fitness community right now like Every personal trainer has a clothing brand. Every buff guy at the gym has a clothing brand. Like clothing brands used to be every hip hop kids thing. Now every fitness cat wants a clothing brand. And everyone else is trying to start tech companies. i meant industrial shop location. Yeah, it's the same story. I just rented an industrial shop, found a landlord that would let me live there. This is from Rye She he said I meant industrial shop. Yep, found a landlord that would let me live there. And the rest is history. Moved in there, moved my shit in there, and just started buying stuff up and moving it in uh, yeah, uh, when you when you werefir okay calibird when you were f- starting out, did you have friends and family who wanted you to some I think like my a lot of my family it, it isn't that they it didn't it's not that they thought I couldn't do it they were just worried because I had this good job in the plumbing game right, and letting something like that go. And, like, all through my 20s, I was... I didn't know what the hell. I didn't know which way the wind was blowing. So, when when I got this good job, my family was more worried about me losing the good job and going into another unknown. But I was so comfortable with that, it just did... I needed to do it. Uh, as far as my friends and shit, only one of them actually supported the idea. Everyone else thought it was... Fo- still thinks it's foolish. So no one ever no one ever understands you just you know what you want you know what your vision is for your life and that's all you it's all you got it's all you need you you know you may see someone else doing better you may see someone else doing worse but the thing is is that if if what you're doing is meeting all of your needs if it feeds you if it if it shelters you then you just need to find happiness in that and then just enjoy the ride that these businesses provide because they are like i wouldn't have it any other way it's beautiful love the thing Okay, this one's interesting. Shane SDR question. Cam, any thoughts on combining screen printing with the hiking, camping, outdoor stuff that you do? Maybe branded gear or clothing. So I'm into outdoor stuff, but that is I'm not. I have no interest in turning that into a business. But that's a niche that's not overly saturated yet. Now that you've said it, it I would look into that if I were you. That's a good idea. Uh. Uh, that's my that's mine though i have no interest in branding it branding that but if you had the right artwork and you had some really you know that kind of hipster vintage stuff with the trees and the arcing words it's kind of distressed you could make it that'd be huge i haven't seen a lot of lines directed like shot right down the throat of the outdoors market that would be cool though i think have you thought about doing embroidery? I'm King Beats is wondering if I want to do embroidery. I do want to do it, but not until we get our printing structure down pat. Uh as you know, I'm working on automating a lot of the process when it comes to getting the shirts here and all that stuff. So once that's done and our and we automate the screen printing, which I'm I'm strongly. Every day, I'm getting more closer and closer to just automating. But once all that stuff is done, then we'll bring in uh, embroidery and try to apply the same formula in the printing department into the embroidery department. We're just not there yet. And again, I'm in no rush. I don't want to beat myself up and uh, try to drive forward. I'm not that kind of person. I'm just doing it as things happen. I'm not taking out loans. So we make some money. I invest it. We make some money. I invest it. And that's the way I like to do it. But the embroidery will definitely be in our future. Just probably not for a while. So, Frank, we frank martinez says what's the most amount of colors we, we've done on a shirt i mean we max our press out but we only have six color manual presses right now so that's the that max that we can do at our shop if we have more than that we have some subcontractors with big autos that will do it for us uh that are able to adhere to our standards of quality and softness and stuff like that uh, at our shop six but the most we've ever actually done we don't get big contract work we've done eight colors it's not not a huge thing Eight, nine, maybe nine colors. I can't remember. Um, from your perspective. Okay, so Ethos Mariposa asks, from your perspective, in an industry as competitive as screen printing, should competing shops collaborate or compete? I think that's the that's the million-dollar question. I mean, so look at it from my perspective. I've started a channel and when i first started it i want i did not want any of you guys to find it i wanted potential customers to be entertained by it then be aware of the brand and then know about it and ultimately be able to market monument limited to them uh to get more printing orders but as time went on uh you realize that you have to find a niche to market to And you can't market to somebody that has no interest in what you're doing So I had to market to the screen printing market And then as I've done it And as as I've started letting you guys Who are interested in the industry know about it A community has started to be built uh, Now I do try to stay tight-lipped About certain moves that I'm planning on making Or that I'm putting in place But once they're in place and rolling I got no problem sharing that information with the rest of you uh, At the end of the day I think the community is important. We all can be we can be part of the community, but we do need to understand that we're in competition with each other, so we can't get It's a good question. I don't have a full-blown uh, answer to it, but uh, right now I'm I'm happy to share what I know up to this point with you. Uh, anything that I'm working on in the future, I'm keeping tight-lipped on, but anything is that's, that's already come and passed, I'm happy to share it. And I think that that should be the same with everybody. Uh don't Worry about who's coming up next to you. I think just worry about this point forward. I don't know. I could be wrong, though. I mean, I could be making a detrimental mistake by even putting all my stuff out there. Who knows? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the community is important. I do. The community is important. It's important. I just don't really. That's the million dollar question. This is what I would say, guys we can't all be uh, like doing this kind of thing where we 're sharing shop information and stuff like that but i 'm here you got caspit productions you got there's enough of us here that we can build a community around this and then we could share the information accordingly uh, if you guys want to start your own vlog channels and YouTube channels, I think that would be cool too and I think that as that community grows, then we can help each other uh market each other's channels in that way but our channels don't seem to they're not going to directly relate to the comp to the to the acquisition of new customers for our business, these channels and this social stuff is more for the community, and that part is important. But I don't think that this that this community directly relates to the competition that we have to uh, conduct between each other's shops when it comes to acquiring clients. That's the best way I could put that. I just kind of came to that to that as I was speaking. So there we go. God damn, that was that's choppy, man. You know what uh, I, I, like I'm th- as you bring that up I'm I'm starting to come up with all these ideas I'm actually going to do either a vlog post I'm writing that down uh, Yeah I'm going to do a vlog post about that in better detail and really d- define a, a perspective on it define I'm writing this down define a perspective um, on community versus uh so i'm going to define a perspective on the screen printing community versus the competition the competitive side whatever okay gotta know i'm gonna make a video on that i'm gonna do a better job of that because i was forming opinions as i was talking and i started to come to some realizations with that uh, Terrence Cruel. I want to get more into screen printing, but I can't afford all the equipment right now. So I start off with plastisol Transfers. Yeah, those, they work well. I like plastisol Transfers. I like the feel of them, and I like how thin and kind of shiny they are. I like them. I think they're cool. They're just kind of expensive for you to buy, I think. Um, what? Uh, I'm King Beats. What do you think for starting... Up with a heat press and vinyl or one two color press with ink oh one two color press with ink all day long there are so many single and two color jobs out there it's crazy and you will make a killing on them i think one and two color jobs are where it's at personally that's what everybody wants uh and that's what i would do S. Scott asks, do you provide the shirts or do the customers provide the shirts? How does it work? We give them the option. Our website actually allows them to drop shirts off and those are technically contract print, contract jobs or we could supply the shirts to the customer. You need to have both options at your shop, especially when you're just starting out. Some will have stuff. Some will bring some of the shirts and they'll need you to provide others. It's a lot of different scenarios. Uh. Ride question. What's your printing process from approved artwork to finished product from start to finish? Sorry, not sure if you covered this already. Well, that's one of those things that I have. So we're we're experimenting on that now, like right now. But ultimately, we are we are defining a process where what I talked about earlier in this podcast, where. Every detail of the job has to be reviewed and signed off on by the customer before we go to production and after we've entered in the data. So we enter all the data, the measurements, and then we submit it to the customer to review every single area. If they hit approve, they are literally signing based on those terms that they have reviewed and approved all of the information as correct. Then when we produce the shirt, as long as we can measure and make those measurements and they show to the customer, then we're safe and sound. That's the point. You just need to have them sign off on it. And then when you review the signed off sheet, as long as you can prove all of those things, then you're good to go. You just have to be able to prove it. But in terms of what the process is, we're still building it into the website. We're automating a lot of things. We're trying to get it to a, a place that makes the shop run easier so that we're more scalable man one of the things you guys will all see as a as a print shop when you're first starting out is that it's like it's not scalable on any level so it'll get to a point where you know one one sales rep can i guess you can depending on the system you can juggle between five and ten different five and i don't know maybe 20 different print jobs going on at once after that depending on the complexity of them, it starts to become like this juggling act and some of the customers will fall to the wayside as you focus on other ones. So the idea is to have something such as Printavo that allows you to really scale and manage one client or a thousand clients simultaneously. And this is what we're trying to develop is our own custom version of that that does it the way that I see it. And with the way I, in my mind, it all has to be visual because I'm terrible with, like, um, with spreadsheets. I need visuals. I need graphs. I need fucking calendars and all that stuff. And just so, just so you guys know, Printabo offers like all of that. It's a beautiful thing. Printavo is nice. If it's me and I'm starting a print shop, I'm going with Printabo, And they integrate into QuickBooks online. So it's all good. Uh, Fabio Gutier, yeah, I think a little rivalry does help each other, but there's more to it than that Especially now with some of the big boys trying to come into the community and annihilate They're gonna end up buying all this up and just leave a very small percentage of the industry to pat battle over it That's a man. I'm going off topic here. Uh, where else we at here? Okay Okay, Rybeat says cam are you affiliated with the american screen printing association? One of my customers asked if I was a part of it Is that something that I need to get? Yeah, there's a couple of those. I can't remember the other one They have yearly dues. I never signed up for it because we weren't going after contract print like contract jobs but it's my understanding that they put you on some lists, and people that get a lot of printing done will review those lists and then submit their jobs for uh, for bidding. I just, I just, I don't see a need to do to do it to that. Yeah, I don't see a need for it. But it might be a good idea. If it, if I were you, I would test it out and then let me know. If you join up, submit that news, and uh, I'll let everybody know that you've done it. It's a good idea. Test it out, man. Let us know how it goes. That's that's your news feed. Keep us up to date, and I will share it on the Print Life Podcast live. <sighs> Matchless Apparel Company, how much is it to run your website? Awesome website, by the way. Thank you so much. We've been putting a lot of time and effort into it. Um, well, we use Amazon web servers, and they're they're pretty expensive. It's not, what is it? The actual server, it's not that bad. It's 50 bucks a month, I think. And then we also have a, a couple of other things to help speed it up, and we're still working on the site speed. We're working on a lot of stuff, but right now monthly fees about 50 bucks. Now in terms of web development, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. And just so you know, web development isn't the homepage design, it's not the page layout. Web development is the hardcore internal coding structure that we've been building for almost a year or actually over a year now, almost a year and a half now. And it's still nowhere near where I planned for it to be. Shane, SDR, if you guys are just tuning in, I'm going through the Q&A now, so, so submit your questions in the comments, and I can answer them to the best of my ability. Uh, but thank you for tuning in, and also, guys, I'm just going to do a recap for if anyone's just joined. I have started a podcast on iTunes. Head over to iTunes. Search The Print Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and then I need them five-star reviews, so give me five stars on the review, and then submit something nice. Say something nice. i uh, also... Head over to Instagram and follow me, Cam Irvin. Head over to Twitter, and not many people have been following my Twitter under Cam Irvin, so also follow my Twitter. It's Monument Ltd. So follow all that stuff. I'm gonna link, it's all linked in the description of every video. So if you're looking for some of my social media, just go to the description and it'll link you to it. But go follow me on all that stuff, and be sure to head to iTunes and subscribe and review five five star review. If you don't think it's worth five stars, then don't review it at all. Uh, Flex McKenzie says Shopify is good Yeah Shopify is cool Shopify has that Printful app man And Shopify is making a situation Where all of the little print jobs That we used to get all the time From people that needed to inventory 24, 50 shirts Those are going to start disappearing As this merch game pops up So Shopify In conjunction with Printful Has been making some comp- some problems for us uh mystic focus cam i just want to tell you that when you go to enter quantities of the shirts you want it doesn't scale properly like if i select 30 it says order 45 or more. yeah um uh, mystic focus thank you for that we've stopped development we got it to a place where that's only the only thing we do need to tackle but we have basically just stopped development on it for the time being because we are working through all the bugs but thank you for the for the update that is one of the first things we need to do on the client side of the the facing you should see all the goddamn errors and problems we have on the back end on the actual shop management side of things that stuff's crazy but thank you for letting me know man other than that what do you guys think of the flow we've been putting a lot of time and effort into that thing it's ultimately it's basically like a shop quoting tool it's funny though because i know that a lot of print shops are using our project builder to quote their jobs to each their own go ahead You have my blessing on doing so. Just so you guys know, the more times you go to our site, even to use the quota, you're actually helping our Google rank. So it's a win-win for both of us. Uh, Doesn't display the actual correct amount. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It'll get there. In time, we'll have it. We've stopped development for a while. Luis Perez. Uh, Can you explain how this Amazon servers things works and what it is exactly? I've heard you mention it a couple times. Sorry, I'm not familiar with that kind of things. Well, there's two sides, man. There's the Amazon merch game, which is my view of Amazon planning to take over another industry, which is the, the printing industry or the custom merchandise industry. The flip side of that, Amazon offers website servers so they offer server solutions for people that host their own websites and the thing about amazon servers is they're pretty sweet they're very tech they're very technologically advanced and they just are very fast so they help your website run faster and they're also really secure so there's two sides to the amazon thing the merch side bad evil no good uh the servers that they that they offer good awesome sweet uh Kevin Butler. I've been having trouble getting my images to burn in the screen. Uh, is there a right and wrong side of the drying process? When I wash out the screen after burning the image, fine detail washes out also. So when you say washes out, do you mean that the fine detail disappears into the emulsion or like say you have a small dot, that dot gets bigger? So, so if, if it just isn't in the emulsion, like let's say you have a dot and and you go to to expose it with water but the dot doesn't show up, it's just flat emulsion, that's actually overexposed which means the light is cutting around the film, it's cutting around that dot and hardening the emulsion underneath that one dot. So you need to pull back your exposure times, you need to shorten them so as the light doesn't have the opportunity to undercut under your stencil. A lot of things you got to look into. How dense is your stencil? In my opinion, our, our films, you can hold them suckers up to a light and you will not be able to see light through it. It's like this. No light. Some, it'll be more like a lot of films, you can still, even through this white, you can see, you know, it's it's more like a gray. The sun will shine through. Those will always give you exposure problems. Um, after that, You want to, of course, coat your screen, the whole thing in a UV sensitive room or in a closet or something like that. Coat it and you're going to let it watch my I'm actually going to make a screen coating video. I I meant to do it last week, but I'm going to do it this week. And I'll go over all the process of everything from from um, degreasing the screen to coating it and drying it. And but we're not going to go into detail about exposure. I'll do that in yet another video. But I'm going to show you the screen making thing. There's so many steps to it. there's so many things you need to check out but then if you're if you're putting the film on top and you're using the sun you also want to lay a plate of glass over the top if you're have if you're doing fine detail images you're going to have your screen up you're going to lay your film on top of that and then you're going to put a piece of glass on top of that so that it smushes that film flat against the mesh try that see if that helps and pull your exposure times back Mm. Yeah, uh so I'm King Beach. If your screen burning video did did the sun actually work? My thing with one and two color press is having to get an exposure unit. The sun works better than any exposure unit. Okay? So in my video though, I should have made a disclaimer on it. I was trying to do it to where you guys had to buy as little shit as possible. But the reality is you need to have your screen, you need to have your film, and you need to have a plate of glass on top of that. To make it even better, you want a piece of foam under the screen. So you want foam, screen on top of that, film, glass. The glass pushes and the foam makes that film really tight against that mesh. Put that sucker under for 30 seconds, bring it back in. It'll be the, It's the fastest exposure unit on the damn planet. They're so fast. They're amazing. Except, well, now the, this whole LED thing is starting to really change the, change the game. But, And in terms of getting the film without having to buy the printer, that was the point of that video is to try to show you guys, you know, without having to, to get a, a printer or a laser printer, just ways to do it DIY style. And honestly, the best way when you're starting out is just to make a stencil. You can't this is not going to be a professional product but this will get the job done if you're doing like a small clothing branders. If you're trying to do client work, if you're trying to produce jobs for customers, none of that shit applies. It's just for your DIY cat, man. It's just a modified and updated stencil. You can cut out you can cut out an image in this paper, stick it to the screen and print it that way. You can use ruby lith, which is really hard to find, go to eBay, buy the sheets, cut out whatever you want, use that. If you need a professional film And you don't want to buy the printer. Your best option is to find a service that prints them. And I actually linked to a service in the four ways to make films without equipment video. So go there. Follow that link. That's your best option. Or you need to invest in the printer and convert it to some form of all black ink system. Or anyway. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Kevin says, gotcha. I think I know what I'm doing wrong. Try it out, man there's so many little things you got to try and test and figure out but once you get it then it's just super easy then you understand you're like why did i struggle with this so hard okay kevin butler yeah still fine tuning lol thanks so much all right guys that's pretty much it It looks like you've submitted all your questions we're running a little behind on the question submittal so i want to thank you all for tuning in my amazing print family Uh, If this is your first time here, make sure to subscribe to The Print Life that you're watching now. Once this is over, watch it on through or head over to iTunes and subscribe to The Print Life podcast where you can listen to this while you're working out or driving in your car or driving to work or while you are working, you can listen to these podcasts. And you can listen to my beautiful voice babble on and on for the better part of an hour. Uh, Also... Follow me on all my social media. My personal is Cam Irvin on Twitter and Instagram and then also follow Monument LTD on Twitter. Go do that as soon as this is over guys. I need a bigger social media following. Uh, and last thing on the agenda, make sure to tune in every Wednesday at 4 pm Mountain Standard Time for our live podcast and then it is then shared tomorrow on iTunes. I think I got it all right. Did I cover it all? I answered all your guys' questions. So you all are the shit. I love talking with all of you. I love that you're tuning in. We'll see you next Wednesday at 4 p.m., print family. And that's a big, fat peace out.